It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armand Ross, they brought him to the Steve again! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Larkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is the 14th day of February 2023. My mother is looking for a phone charger currently, so she's made it to Walgreens. That is good to find a phone charger. God bless her. Um, People, just go on Amazon. Get the two-pack of the fast chargers. Yeah, It she's, charges she's, your phone in like 15 minutes. She's on the road. I left my uh, lightning charger in Florida. I was very upset about that because that thing was awesome. Uh, but she's she's on the move and just forgot to forgot to take it with her. So hopefully she gets a gets a two pack or one with a really long cord. Get the ten footer, right? You can never have too much cord. Uh, it's been a um, it's been a much different show today, as you can imagine, with the events that took place in East Lansing last night, the tragic shooting at Michigan State University. You are going to hear all about it all day long. Wasn't really sure. We're trying to put the show together for this morning. Uh, what direction you know we would we would go? Haven't talked a whole lot of sports because sports just kind of feel uh, insignificant. So we we are going to talk about the Red Wings this hour. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl ratings. We'll talk to Kyle Barlow uh, coming up on some hoops. Uh, but you can feel free to call in with uh, whatever you got as well. Freddie is on hold. Good morning, Freddie. How are you, my friend? You know, yesterday I left work and I I had this whole plan to talk to you about quarterback at six today. Oh so, man, I got. I'm, I really hope it's that guy from the Jets, Zach Wilson. You think we could trade for him? Man, you, you and this Zach Wilson. I swear, you must, you must. No, you know you what? We Google should, we it. should draft Mitch Google. Trubisky. That's who we should draft, Mitch uh, Trubisky. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Ryan I Leaf know. was good. I, hey, listen, listen, huh. listen, listen. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't defend myself right now because and we've drafted right zero busts in our franchise's history, Anthony. At quarterback, yeah. uh, Matthew Stafford, Joey Matthew Harrington, Andre Ware. Yeah, I mean, you I want just, me to keep Matthew going. Stafford. Yeah, no, absolutely. We we Matthew absolutely Stafford. draft him. Matthew Stafford was Matthew in a bust. Stafford. He's a Super Bowl champion, Freddie. He's a Super Matthew Bowl Stafford champion. Was benched. Jim Caldwell benched Matthew Stafford. Never won a division. Never won a playoff. But listen, I in fairness. You're more right than I am because I can't defend Zach Wilson right now. Okay, I can't. You're right. <laughs> he, he he put his he put his foot in his mouth. He caused himself by he opened his yap and he got scolded for it. And he's got he's got two choices: learn from it, become better, or 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 be a boss like Ryan Leaf. That's his choice, not my choice. Uh, his other and, problem is uh, he couldn't decipher who was wearing what jersey out there. 
that's a kind of a problem there. You can't be colorblind running around playing quarterback. You need to know who's on your team and who isn't to throw the ball to him. Yeah, I, apparently his mom is a problem too. I guess I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but I know his mom is involved. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. think speaking it's his mom, mom. I think it's other people's moms. Is the is the, is speak, the speaking of moms? Yeah. Tell me, just tell me you spent over a hundred bucks on your mother today for Valentine's Day. Well, I tried to, um, but she wouldn't let me. So her birthday's in January, and I tried to get her something very nice uh, for her birthday, and uh, she wouldn't let me. And then she went and did it for herself, uh, which was which was great. So I I was uh, was very very happy. But no, we won't spend Valentine's together uh, tonight. I will be spending my Valentine's watching college basketball tonight. We have Miami of Ohio visiting yeah, right. the Toledo Rockets, so I'll be doing uh, shooty hoops tonight at seven o'clock. You can watch that game on ESPN Plus, but that's where I'll be. Yeah, right. This is a PG show. Don't tell me what you want, what you're gonna really be doing. Really that's what I'm doing. Okay. I got basketball tonight. I got to work. Yeah, I'm sure you got. I'm sure you I got, got Michigan, Wisconsin. Michigan's on the road at Wisconsin, nine o'clock after. So I got a big night ahead of me. Mrs. Bellino, happy Valentine's Day from uh, your son's one, number one pain in the you know what. Anyway, <laughs> so you know, there's not much to say because in reality, everyone's opinion matters, but a lot of people's opinions is really their own narrative, their own their their, their, their lifestyle, you know. And I, I listened to some of the phone calls today, and what everybody said was right. But, you know, when you're an actual parent, to I got three young kids. You know, you guys mm. kind of mocked me a little bit yesterday when I when I texted about, and I didn't want my daughter seeing Rihanna doing that. It's, I get it. I get it. But Just like your parents didn't much. want you want you watching Elvis, though. It's the same thing. Yeah, but the problem is there's too much out there. There's too yeah. much. There's too much information out there. You know, when we played in the park... You know, I remember. I remember when Ronald Reagan got shot. Okay, I was. I remember vividly playing soccer in the park, and, and then my mom would come out and say, "My mom came out and said, Ronald, the president got shot." You know, I wasn't on social media. I wasn't on the phone. And, and, and it's 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 the, there seemed too much. And someone brought up mental health. Well, you could thank John Engler for that. The governor, the former governor of Michigan, John Engler who was a mess at Michigan State, um, got rid of all the mental health when he was the governor of Michigan. Okay, that's been a problem for a long time. You know, the little things, you know, that I see, you know, maybe it matters to most, but I, it's just too much. It's, it's, you know, my, my last words to my daughter, every time I take her to school, I just took her. Two ears, one mouth. Shut your mouth and listen. Okay? Don't, don't get into people's business because... Because they'll turn it, they'll turn on you. They'll use it against you. Everyone's everyone's jealous nowadays. Everyone's miserable nowadays. You know, I saw something the other day. The more these couples post on social media about their their relationship, and they're more miserable. Yeah, you know, it's a they're facade. More, they're more miserable. I, I I got I got family. I, they they post all the time about their love life, and I'm like, I, I'm at your house yesterday. You were miserable. What are you talking about? Oh, Freddie, I see it. I see it firsthand. I I know people, they, they post all, they look like, oh, man, you see it? It's like, dude, that's not the reality. Of the city. I know the reality. Yeah. I would never. I will take some of the things I know to the grave with me never to be spoken about. But, yeah, don't give me all that. I, you know, it's just, you know what I mean, Freddie? Oh, yeah, man. It's just, it's just way too much out there, and and, and it's, just, it's, just, it's just not fair to this young generation because, you know, when you see adults 
you know, listen, adults abuse it more than the kids. Okay, mm-hmm. we we all know that. We know the ones that are out there that abuse it. But these kids don't. Some kids don't have a chance. You know, it's it just it's just way too much out there. You know, and the little things I see. Okay, I take my kids to school. Okay, it's 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 eight, five degrees outside, and I see a kid come up wearing short pants and no jacket. Okay, to me, what's the first thing I think of? You think I think that kid is stupid, or do I think his parents are stupid? Oh, it's first his parents. Thing I think of, his parents are stupid. So if his, if his parents allow that, then what else are they allowing? Okay? So you're really, what you're doing is you're not teaching that kid anything. You're teaching him, you're, you're, you're teaching him that, oh, I don't got to do anything. Who cares? This is what, this, and it's becoming more and more and more. Each generation is getting worse and worse. Listen, my dad's generation probably said, his father probably said, you guys are stupid. But it, it, I, I yeah. But I'm telling you, it's getting worse. There's too much information out there. Okay. I mean, it's just it's just too much, and it just you know, there's so many there's so many layers to this. But I think it just all boils down to, you know, everyone just just stay off social media for for stuff. It just just you know enjoy enjoy life and. Just be happy with what you have. That, that's that's just really what it boils down to. Well, look at the uh, a really good synopsis of what you're saying is look at the side by side photos of Jordan's shot against Brian Russell against the Jazz and then LeBron's record breaker, right? And everybody viewing life through their phones. And, and there, of course, there's been a bunch of commentary back. Well, we didn't have phones like that back then. Okay, sure, but it's just look. It, it's it's how much that small piece of technology controls our lives and it's uh there's no going back like pandora's box is open and it's it's a mess freddie we appreciate you man good luck with the kiddos we're gonna step aside we'll be back with more x's and bros after this here on the michigan sports network imagine this winning big at soaring eagle get a taste of sweet rewards up to five thousand dollars cash Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss Sweet Rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Bean Garter. Now, they're one of the top accounting and business firms in Michigan and all across the Midwest and America. They've also partnered with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they are stronger than ever before. Just go to BeanGarter.com to find out more. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. I also want to thank Tom Rosenbach and his team for their support during the Beat Huge contest from the fall of 2022 through the big game this past Sunday. We had thousands of entries all season long. And thanks to all of you who took part at the huge show.net and we'll be announcing that winner uh, during this week. And somebody's going to get $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Find out more how they can help any business, big or small, all across the state of Michigan, all across the Midwest and even coast to coast. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak and pair it with farm-fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. 
Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meijer app. Is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Want to hop into this uh, sports-related topic because we talked a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, Super Bowl ratings are in. Fox Sports announced 113 million viewers for the Super Bowl across TV and digital. Third most watched U.S. TV show ever. Third most watched TV show ever. Number one was Pat Seahawks. Of the 32 most watched broadcasts in United States history, 31 are Super Bowls. And then the other is the MASH finale. What's crazy is we took a phone call yesterday. I forget who it was. It said the halftime show. Who was that? They were all upset over the halftime show. Here's the fun part about the halftime show. The halftime show actually had viewership up to 118.7 million viewers. So that's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. That the ratings are through the absolute roof. Uh, The NFL is back. The Shield continues to be uh, the number one product out there as far as television is concerned. Uh, There's nothing better than the NFL. Uh, the, the, The Shield can survive whatever controversy you want to throw at it. But the sun is just beaming right now, which is fine. It's beaming right in my eyeballs. That's fine because I haven't seen it in so long, but it is uh, the sun. The sun is out. The sun is coming up. So is it in it. the? Uh, I mean, just in the block in the the block windows, so it's really shining through there. So I have uh, just regular windows, no no blocks here, and it's uh, it it is. Yeah, it's I can, we you can, can see, see it, it off my hat. Yes, it's like we can see right it here. It's right my. It's right, right, right in your eye, left eye. Right in my <laughs> left eyeball. It. It's the eye itches to begin with. Uh, three people were killed in East Lansing. Uh, that really bleeps. That's really bleeped up. Uh, tens of thousands are going to be slowly killed after what they did in East Palestine, Ohio. We're going to talk about that too or just sweep it under the rug. One of them is an accident involving, um, I think Norfolk Southern is the is the rail company that is responsible for transporting the chemicals in the train derailment and that the EPA decided to, and government officials decided to do a controlled burn uh, at the, at the crash site. I don't think that there's any, any comparison between the two. Uh, The one is going to be an environmental disaster. Uh, It's like the Dow chemical plant in here in Michigan. Like that's uh, the same, same concept. One, one of them is an accident. The other one is an act of violence. An unprovoked act of violence against innocent people that are kids on a university campus. So I don't really think that there's much of a comparison there. 
I don't even think that the two belong in the same sentence, to be honest with you. I don't think anybody's sweeping it under the rug. Uh, I did mention earlier in today's program how they had found some chemicals, the amount of fish that have died. They found some uh, chemicals in the Ohio River. That serves, what, 5 million-plus people? Um, but that is, that's an accident. It's not provoked by anything. It's, 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 it's a train crash. The train went off the tracks. It was carrying known carcinogens, chemicals that we use on a regular basis. Then wonder why we have cancer all over the place. The other is a guy who's 43 years old with no ties to the university, walks into Michigan State and opens up fire on college kids. Excuse me if that rubs me a little bit the wrong way, but a train accident is is it preventable? I don't I, I don't know. I don't know much about trains. But Without going off the rails here, I, I think poor the, choice uh, of words. But without well, you know, and I say that regularly here on this program. I do. It's a regular. Oh that's a boy. that's a phrase. The thing. A fig, okay, it's a phrase I use regularly. But I'm not going to jump all over this person because I don't know who sent this. But it's not even remotely comparable to another school shooting. So if you think that it is, good luck to you. I wish you all the best. Feel free to flip the dial at any time. Because that's, that's probably the dumbest thing I'll read today. Well, see, the thing is, Anthony, like uh, with the, the 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 train incident, I don't know if you have done any uh, reading, reading on it or anything like that. Basically, they could have taken their time and cleaned it up properly, but the train company said, no, we need to make some money. This is what we're going to do. And that's I, the issue. I I need to see the article. I need to see that's what people the, the are saying. Corroboration. There was uh, somebody, uh, an alleged chemicals expert, said we could have taken our time, but instead we nuked a town. That was the verbiage he used. So according to what is it NPR? I don't know. I got I got to find the article. I I. Can't confirm nor deny. You'd have to find whoever this, uh, like, it's a pretty wild claim. It's a pretty wild claim, but, you know, train went off the tracks. Not comparable to somebody who opens up fire at a school. Be happy it's not at your kid's school. And for the, the the poor mom who was on the news yesterday, whose daughter goes to Michigan State, whose daughter was at Oxford High School, I think she's yes. probably probably seen enough at this point. Seen that, and I saw one professor put out there that there's a student at MSU that was at Sandy Hook as a first grader. That's how long ago that's been. Been, well, I don't think they were first. They were at Sandy Hook. Her first grade teacher was killed in that, but from mm-hmm. that area. Gotcha. Yeah, that is a. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot here. 
Uh, whether the controlled burn was the right idea, I don't know. I don't know enough about uh, the chemicals that we use on a regular basis that we spray all over our crops and all over our food and then complain that we have cancer. I don't really know. Like, I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know what the right answer is there. Uh, there will be no activities for the next two days at Michigan State. They're on a 48-hour break. Uh, we know that much is for certain. I don't know what happens as far as Michigan State basketball this weekend. They're supposed to travel. Their game against Minnesota has been canceled. They're supposed to travel to Ann Arbor to take on the Michigan Wolverines Saturday night at 8. I'm sure we'll find out more information, but you would think, you know, missing the game, if there's no activities on campus, you know, you're going to lose a couple of days here. I, I don't know. I, I, I would say that that game is in question. Without knowing anything, that you know, just from last night, it's Tuesday. That game isn't until Saturday at 8 o'clock. A lot can happen between now and then. But I would say that you could probably put a question mark on that game to see if that one will get played or not. You know, because, you you know, when you, you're you losing time there on the practice field, like that's uh, that, that makes a large difference. And, and a game here now with Minnesota that, you know, postponed canceled whatever the case may be will they make that up or not uh how does that fare for you know team you know moving forward and and even the kids like i mean you know now you gotta you know if i always tell you that college coaches you know they get paid what they get paid because of all the different hats that they wear now they have this to deal with um and and how that affects their their students moving forward on campus and all of that uh, NBA fans, it's time to bring up the hoops action. The palm of your hands of the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports city partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5, win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the app right now. Sign up using the promo code HUGE. New customers can bet 5 on the NBA, get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code HUGE. 21 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void to our friends in Ontario and in Ohio. Bonus issued is free bets. Opt-in is required. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details and state-specific responsible gambling resources, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll step aside. The coach, Kyle Barlow, will join us next. Texas and Rose, Michigan Sports Network. There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak and pair it with farm-fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meijer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Bean Garter. Now, they're one of the top accounting and business firms in Michigan and all across the Midwest and America. They've also partnered with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they are stronger than ever before. Just go to beancarter.com to find out more. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. I also want to thank Tom Rosenbach and his team for their support during the Beat Huge contest from the fall of 2022 through the big game this past Sunday. We had thousands of entries all season long. And thanks to all of you who took part at the huge show.net. And we'll be announcing that winner uh, during this week. And somebody's going to get $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Find out more how they can help any business, big or small, all across the state of Michigan, all across the Midwest, and even coast to coast. Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. 
Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar. With prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. NBA fans, time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports city partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5, win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the app right now. Use the promo code HUGE. New customers bet 5 on the association. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports city partner of the NBA with promo code HUGE. 21 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void to our friends in Ontario and in Ohio. Bonus issued is free bets. Opt-in is required. Eligibility, wagering, deposit restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details and state-specific responsible and gambling resources, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Danny Kahlen, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Time now joining us. He did his GA years under John Beeline, a, uh, a pupil, a student of the game. A Concordia alum and now an assistant coach for the Ohio University Bobcats, our good friend Kyle Barlow. Coach Barlow needed now more than ever, my friend. How are you this morning, partner? And yeah, I know. Weird morning, huh? Weird morning, but you know, hopefully we can provide a little distraction and you know, I know you've been talking Super Bowl. How about the how about the Rihanna halftime having uh higher ratings than the actual game? How about that? I didn't even know they measured that. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, they just keep. I guess they keep the ticker going uh, the entire time. We had one caller yesterday that said that the uh, the ratings for halftime would have been half of what. The, I was like, no, man, no. You had people tuning in just to see her. I mean, she got like a cult uh, following. I did see that one of the background dancers almost fell off of one of the elevated platforms. Oh man, I saw that too. That would have been. Uh, I don't know what they would have done with that Oompa Loompa uh, mush, marshmallow. Uh, type fella if that would have happened but yeah almost disaster and i will say i even told sierra uh when they were lifting her up in the very end i looked and they did have her strapped in you can see that they were strapped in but it wouldn't matter for me man my knees would be wobbly there's no way in heck i'd be able to do that and and still sing like i would be clutching for dear life going to the top of that stadium yeah, no thanks. Uh, I'm good. I'm not going up in the air. And and look, you know, people with halftime, you know, these halftime acts. Have you ever seen the great Slotic? Has he ever performed at any uh, performed at anywhere you've been? I'll give you a, I mean, what he. It's an old guy, and he does handstands on chairs, and he stacks wooden chairs on top of each other until his feet almost touch the video board at Chrysler Center. And I'm like, look, man, like, can we put some pads down, please, on the floor? Like, I don't. <laughs> You know what can I mean? Get like gymnastics pads in here. More than that. Can like we, we need the, the yeah. Can we get the pit with the foam out here, please? Like we don't need an accident to to do like it just I I I don't know. I, maybe I'm getting too. Maybe I'm too nervous, Nelly, in my old age. Here 
I'm saying, but, you know, is that one of the better ones in recent memory, or is this just recency bias? You know, I think, for me, the Super Bowl halftime stands out. For me, personally, was the Bruno Mars one, I think, in 2014. I thought that was electric. Um, yeah, this this one's up there with one of the better ones in recent memory. Of course, uh, at least in my opinion, I think I've seen a lot of get a lot of shade get thrown on that uh, uh, halftime performance on Twitter and such. But you never know people people just like to throw stuff out there too. So what what did you think? One of the best in recent memory or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I like last year's. I thought that the weekends was kind of cool just because it came with a bunch of like fun memes where he was just like running around in all the mirrors. Uh, couldn't find out where he was going. Like, I don't, um, you know, Super Bowl halftime doesn't do a lot for me to begin with. Uh, but I like, uh, I mean, she played a lot of hits. Uh, she had a lot of hits there. I felt like that was going on forever. And I was totally fine with it. I know the people, it's a demographics thing, right? Uh, so a lot of the, uh, it, it's going to skew a little bit younger uh, when it comes to, you know, who likes and enjoys her music and would enjoy that performance. So for me, yeah, it was it was fine. Um, it, it you know somebody said put George Strait and Alan Jackson out there, if that's what you want, I guess that's not going to do much from a rating standpoint. You got you got to remember like the target demo, eighteen to fifty four is the money maker. Uh, that gets twenty five to thirty six is really like that's really the wheelhouse right there that you wanna you wanna hit those that 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 age range that demo you know controls a lot of you know kind of what we see what we hear what is you know, popular in this day and in age. And that's right in our wheelhouse too. So I was fine with it. It was, you know, the game was great. And that's what I was happy about. I was happy that we had a, a very entertaining game. Guys came to hit right off the bat. I mean, Pacheco, when he got drilled in the first series, it was like, wow, everyone was, ooh, you know, at the bar. I went to a bar to watch it. So I was good with that. Yeah. It has the Super Bowl, you kind of touched on it, has the Super Bowl been the one thing in American culture right now, in American life, with so much political unrest and things going on? Is it the one thing we can count on for everybody in America? Because you got football, you got beer, you got hitting, you got the woke culture with everything that around the virtue signaling around the Super Bowl. You got the commercials for the popular culture. You got the halftime show for the musically inclined. Is it the one thing we can count on on one Sunday night of the year that everybody can pretty much enjoy at you, some point or another. You would hope, but then all, you know, look, the ratings are through the roof and nothing survives bad press like it, like the shield. I mean, the NFL, I mean, they, they, they put on an absolute clinic. I mean, just a couple of years ago, we had people burning jerseys, never going to watch again. Ratings have never been higher. Salary cap is going up. Leagues do it just fine. Welcome back. Right. Uh, Rihanna was never going to sing at the Super Bowl as, as in the summer of 2020. She said she would never do it, right? Because it goes against everything she stands for. A couple of years later, my how the turntables. There she is, floating around, pregnant and all. So, I mean, look, it's a, it, it is a it is a a singular event that only Americans have uh, that we can all kind of come together and just sit down and watch and enjoy. You'll have your your typical people that are just you know miserable miserable humans that are gonna put up a fight for God knows what reason. But yeah, everybody else is watching. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No, I love it. I think, you know, I, I just sat there watching it, and I was like, is this the one thing we can all agree on as Americans? And, it, and we don't have to agree on exactly what part we love. But, you know, you do get the, the USA Today article coming out, top five Super Bowl commercials. You know, the next day you get the real football people talking about the football. You get the people just enjoying a game. You know, like Detroit, I saw, was the fifth highest market for the Super Bowl this year, which is kind of weird to me. Um, but maybe it's just us longing to uh, – 
to, to be there one day and maybe getting a little preview of what next year is going to look like, what it's going to feel like when the Lions make their triumphant roar through the playoffs. You know, maybe maybe, maybe that's why. But did you see the, the ratings? You know, I thought that was interesting that the Detroit market was the fifth highest. You know what? In in all all five of the top five markets, they were all football towns, right? I mean, those are those are cities that appreciate that love football. And so for me, I, I wasn't necessarily surprised. It was Kansas City won uh, the top metered local markets uh, for the Super Bowl. Kansas City won, Philadelphia two. Okay, the two teams participating that makes sense. Cincinnati, Detroit, Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, midwestern towns. Football is very much a midwestern values type of sport. It makes sense to me. These are these are towns with rich uh, football traditions. I'm surprised. I would like to see where Cleveland uh, checked in there because that, that's another city with you know just a, a a crazy amount. But Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, uh, where did where did Illinois check in? I would be interested uh, in that too. And then some of the the, the the southern states because of the SEC's reign of terror uh, over college football and now college basketball. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, it, it wasn't really surprising to me. Football towns. No, no doubt. Again, it was one of it was one of the great things. And you even had woke culture in there for all your woke culture people. You had an all women flyover, and you know, that was great, right? That was great. Why? Why not? Why not? Is what I said. Yeah, and, and like you know, California. I don't know. I'm still one of those people that I really do wish. And I I read an article uh, in Bloomberg about the jock tax that they have. Uh, in in Arizona, and you know what the players are going to have to pay from their game checks. There, I think it's like two and a half percent of their game checks going to be uh, taxed there uh, in the state of Arizona, and it's different every state depending on where you make your money at, where you quote unquote perform. Is it fair? Is it not fair? I mean, it's a it's a big reason of why you know a lot of pros will look to you know some of the states that have some better tax benefits, and that might be a little bit more of a free a free agent destination, if you will because of the financial ramifications. But I would actually be more of a fan of the number one seed hosting. Like, it, like I, I would rather see that. Like, I would have much rather have seen that game played in, I don't even know who the top seed would have been, Kansas City or Philly or how they would have done the tiebreaker or whatever. But I would, I would like to see the uh, home, home sites instead of the neutral because I think the Super Bowl has become too, too corporate. See that it's yeah yeah, but the the thing about I, I I wouldn't mind it. What I don't want is for for them to go the other way. And there was a lot of talk about doing a conference championship at a neutral this year because of the whole uh, uh, Bengals Bills situation. So that mm-hmm. that was uh, potentially going to shake out. Which and, and then like, well, we should just do this moving forward. The conference championship games at a neutral site. And I'm sitting here as a Lions fan. Heck no, man! Like you're telling me, once we finally get there for all these years that you could have hosted if you were the better team, and the Lions, let's say they're the better team and they would have hosted, and then then they don't host in Ford Field, where the rest are probably begging the crowd to be quiet, like they did in the old <laughs> it's too loud. Like you got to be kidding me! So no, I don't want to go the other way. I, I you know, I, I'm fine. If, you believe in it going uh, to the to the to the top seed? I like it, but just don't go the other way. Yeah, no, I I, yeah, I would absolutely love to see the higher seed be able to host because in Kansas City was the number one uh, number one seed overall, so they would have they would have hosted. I think that when you would have done the the anthem there for a home game, if you're unaware of how they do the anthem in Kansas City. Uh, land of the free, home of the brave. They say land of the free, home of the chiefs. Like it's a really, it's a really cool, um, something very unique, very special to Kansas City. That would have been 
So loud. And I'm watch, I see right now which team missed the playoffs this year that will make it next year. Dominique Foxworth says the Detroit Lions. People are juiced. They can't get enough of the Leos. Let's go, baby. Little Honolulu Blue and Silver. Get us in the playoffs. Just get us in there and kick it off and see, you know, see kind of kind of what happens. I do have to ask you, man. Alabama, number one team in the country right now in basketball, as if they didn't have it all already, dominating the world of college football. Here comes Nate Oates in Alabama basketball. The former starting point guard for the Ohio Bobcats, now the, heart, uh, the starting point guard for the um, Alabama Crimson Tide. How about that? Playing really well. Uh, Mark Sears is, of course, we're referring to. First team uh, All-Mac last year. Um, started his career in Ohio with a backup to Jason Preston uh, in the NCAA tournament. Played really well. And then, uh, yeah, last year averaged 20 a game for us and you know, said, I want to go back home and went to Alabama. So, you know, sometimes you sit here and you, you, you think to yourself, what could have been? Because our starting uh, forward is that uh, uh, playing for a top 10 team against Virginia or, or in Virginia. Yeah, so, uh, Van, uh, what's his name? Um, Van, Vanderplas. I was going to say three so. names, Vanderplas. <clears throat> yep. So you just sit here and wonder what could have been. But, you know, this is college basketball. This is the life right now. you got to reload. And, um, you know, I do think there's certain coaches doing certain ways and, you know, I don't think the portal cures all ills. I don't think you can go strictly portal. Um, and, and it depends who you are, too. But it would be very interesting in the next couple of years to do some case studies and put together some um, numbers of the most successful teams and where they've gotten their players or who, who uh, majority of what players make up the team. Because you look at Alabama, and it's mostly homegrown talent with one or two uh, uh, transfer portal guys. And, and then with those one or two transfer portal guys, you can't miss, right? You got to have, you got to know what you're getting in them, and you got to know that they're gonna, you know, uh, gel well with your team and not come in with an ego. And uh, and really, and really, the makeup of your team is really important. I saw people talk about Alabama, how their chemistry is at an all time high, and it's like that's what you need uh, when you go to the portal when you're when you mesh these kind of families of freshmen and. Um, upperclassmen and guys who've been in your program for some years. So it'll be a very interesting case study, but you look at a team like Purdue, uh, former number one in Alabama, and very few portal guys. Purdue, I don't think any, but Alabama, maybe just a couple. You know, and I think that that's where uh, our Michigan Wolverines, I think that that's where we've struggled a little bit, having to go get a point guard. Um, you know, you, you, you go get Mike Smith, you go get Devontae Jones, and you go get Jalen Llewellyn. That's three straight years of a transfer portal point guard and you know it is it is you know removed some other guys have transferred out of the program it, it's really built in sort of an area of instability at arguably the most important position on the floor now i like doug mcdaniel a lot i'm a doug mcdaniel guy he's a hell of a lot of fun to watch he didn't shoot it great the other night against indiana uh, but they were right there and had they scored in the final five minutes it's probably a different outcome that's neither here nor there but I, especially at that position, you know, Michigan's had a lot of roster turnover, and I think that that's what's, that's what's plagued them. Between guys going to the NBA and guys transferring, you, know, you look at a team right now that's struggling to find some production at guys 7, 8, and 9, and sometimes even 10, where you should have, like, Caleb Houston and Jet, How uh, and, and Jet Howard. You should have Musa Diabate and Brandon Johns Jr. and Hunter Dickinson in, in your front court along with Terrace Reed. You should be able to have you know, Frankie Collins and Doug McDaniel, you know what I mean? Like you should have two at every spot and they just don't have that. Yeah. And it's the continuity thing. Right. And I think, I think you're exactly right. When, when you lose guys 
Michigan's an interesting study. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But your best, your best one or two are going to the NBA. You know, you look like a Franz Wagner, um, guys like that, Caleb Houston, Musa Diabate. And then it's like the guys who are playing behind them aren't happy either. So they're going, they're transferring to another college institution. When those guys left for the NBA, it would have been a natural move for the other guys to slide right in, guys who have been in your program for three, four years, like Brandon Johns um, and maybe a Zeb Jackson. So it's just, it's interesting where you're at. And every team's different because not every team has that high level NBA talent that's leaving. Um, you know, like a Purdue with some strong upperclassmen. So it's like now you can kind of build something and, and, you know, have the best returning team because not only because of your talent, because of your continuity and, um, and throwing some really good coaches there too. So it's just really interesting. Yeah. I think, um, you know, this summer we'll have to talk, uh, after the season ends and see who the best teams in the country were in the past couple of years and then see the makeup of the transfer portal versus recruiting freshmen and see where we're at. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I would. I would love to see that and see it basically on like a chart. That, like give, give me some sort of, some sort of graph because you know, like look. I. I mean, I look. Y at, axis. Huh? You want X Y axis? Yeah, X Y axis. I mean, I look at a team in the yeah. MAC that that added one of the bigger transfer portal names, uh, you know, out there, and the guy went two for seventeen the other night. It's like, I, I mean, I just geez, Louise. Like, how, what do you? What are you going to do? Your Bobcats hosting the Buffalo Bulls at the Convocation Center. You're going to have a big attendance tonight. I think we'll have pretty good attendance. We've um, the past couple games we've had around eight thousand, nine thousand for Miami. We had nine thousand. Akron we had I think seven or eight thousand, um, and a big win there. So you know we're winners of three straight right now. So we're going to try and keep it going tonight uh, in the friendly confines of the Combo Center. Always good to be at home, Bolino. Always good to be at home. It's wonderful to be at home, and I uh, I knew that attendance had been uh, had been up a little bit there, and I was like, oh, what's going on down there? Uh, oh, you, oh, yeah, and uh, Buffalo's a team. They put 102 on Eastern Michigan, Was that, but then, uh, you know, the very next game, uh, they, they struggle a little bit uh, to put the biscuit in the basket. After that C, uh, that EMU explosion uh, of offense, they only put up 65 against Kent State. Was that more matchup-based, or is this a Buffalo team that's, you know, that, that can get scary good at any time? Very good at any time. They've had some really weird games, like you just mentioned, some really weird box scores when you look at it um, against some teams, you know. So I think that they, they are capable. They play with the number one pace in the conference, meaning uh, they push the ball uh, fastest pace in the conference. So you're going to create possessions that way. And they also lead the conference in offensive rebounding at 14 a game. So you get more possessions that way as well. So if you look at a team like Buffalo, they're a team that could get scary good if they start hitting some shots created with the possessions, the extra possessions that they get uh, on the offensive rebound and the extra positions they get with the tempo that they play at. So very scary team, um, you know, really good team. And like I said, it's good to be home. And, you know, hopefully now we can keep it going um, um, at home and then continuing on, I think, at Central Michigan this week. So going up to the mid uh, on Saturday. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. My friend, Kyle Barlow, thank you so much for the time this morning. Always great to catch up with you. Best of luck this evening, my friend. There he goes. He's out of here. For Danny and Ryan, I'm Anthony. So long. Uh, tough show today, but uh, you know, hopefully get uh, try to get some sense of normalcy back tomorrow.